PoePolitikin.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Poe Politikin. Chill with my homie Marcus with a period. What's good, man? Man, sideways, man. Everything all good. Cool beans on this end, man. I can't eat you. So you saw how I threw that period in there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it be fun to be forgetting those, so kudos to you, man. For real. What's up? I want to know three facts about you that, you know, the average rap person might not know about you. Three facts. Well, first of all, I'm from Memphis. Uh, a couple people may know that part, but uh, I'm a ex-ball player, ex-athlete. Uh, I'm an artist. I draw. Um, that's actually one of my first loves. Uh, along with music, uh, and I got a cartoon I've been working on, so, you know, it's just, I guess it's pretty fake right there. You're talking about the cartoon you've been working on. It's a cartoon, actually, um, uh, it's called Jimmy Ray and them. Uh, it's actually some characters I made up when I was in, like, sixth grade, man. Uh, I just been drawing them, and, you know, like, just all through high school, and even in college, I made doodles, and... You know what I'm saying, and put a little face uh, of, of, the, of the dude on my paper. I always drawn them, and you know what I'm saying. It just always stuck with me, and I always, you know, kept drawing them and kept creating and adding more to it, more and more to it as, as the years went along. And you know, I was an art major in uh, at Jackson State, so you know what I'm saying. I really just jumped back on it, and um, you know, kind of brought a full circle and had the idea of the cartoon come about when I was in college and. Uh, and then I met up with some dudes uh, through David Banner at Cartoon Network, and actually uh, we're trying to get, get get some writing and stuff done with it uh, with Nick and Dan from uh, Adult Swim, and uh, try to go and get it on uh, get it on the air, man. Hopefully, sometime maybe next year or something like that. I know me and my dude Mike uh, that I was talking about with you. Uh, he's art major with me, man. You know he got some animation uh, software and stuff. We kind of be just been working on some stuff. Uh, you know, away from the Dust Wham guys, and he, he the one who's really been helping me write to come up with a lot of the ideas and stuff. Kind of like uh, a black version of, uh, the, you know, the Simpsons Family Guy or something like that, uh, along the lines of the Boondocks, but it's a South version uh, of all that. So, you know what I'm saying? Not, not many cartoons that been based down South, so I, uh, I guess this will probably be the first one, or yeah. one of the first ones. So, I'm excited about it, man. It, it ought to be really funny, man, because... I'm a um, I'm a silly dude at heart. I got a hell of a sense of humor, and I, I hang with a lot of clowns. So you know what I'm saying. And I think we 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 can get a lot of good, funny stuff going on up in there, man. So it ought to be good. And I want you to talk about. You said you went to Jackson State, so I want you to talk about uh, you know Jackson State a little bit. How was it going there? It was cool, man. I went down there actually to play ball, man, and uh, everything was super cool. You know, uh, a lot of lot of fine chicks, uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, I said you probably had your share too if you was on the ball team, huh? Yeah, some good times, man. But you know, I didn't. Uh, I broke my foot. You know what I'm saying? And I went through some injury problems, man. And that kind of that kind of really messed me up. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I really was like, you know, I'm on the way to the league and it's done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, that my injury kind of messed me up for a little while and. Then I had, like, a little slight knee problem. And I went through a little something in my head, and I really wish I would have kind of stayed a little bit more focused. And i probably probably uh, be getting an interview about me on a pro team right now in the NBA if, if I would have been a little bit more focused. So, you know what I'm saying? But that's how serious it was with my ball. And, man, uh, 
hooping and, and I also uh you know ran track too. So you know I was uh I got it on on the athletic field. But you know what I'm saying that's when I really started kind of dibbling and dabbling a little bit deeper uh, with my music, uh, especially when I was hurt and uh, spending time trying to rehab. And I guess uh, music got a little bit more of my focus then. And uh, you know I just kind of went with it, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, I still love the ball and I still do it, man. You know I just don't. Uh, do it, uh, I guess, uh, I ain't getting down with no pro team like I thought I probably would have been, but you know, it's all good. We still gonna get it. <laughs> so, and I want you to talk about your background and your passion, and, you know, how did you start getting involved with music, fell in love with music? Man, uh, since I was a little dude, man, I, you know, being around my uncle and them and older cousins and stuff, uh, you know, in Memphis, we, you got a lot of blues background and you know, a lot of soulful music from High Page to High Green and, you know, all that stuff. So I came up on a lot of Isley Brothers and Curtis Mayfield. He's my favorite. Uh, you know, um, Prince, Rick James. You know, so I always was really into music before I, you know, before the hip-hop was really bit me when I was a really young dude, man. And, and uh, you know, everything from Maze and on up, you know what I'm saying? Then when the hip-hop came in, you know, I was, uh, I actually started rapping with uh, some guys that grew up down the street from me, uh, two twins, D and Dre, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had a group called the Chocolate Boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was young, though. I thought we was dope, but I didn't realize until I got older than how whack I was, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, ever since then, the rap bug bit me, like when I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade, and I just kept doing it, and we kept getting better and better, though, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and then my homeboy, I met a guy that I still get out with to this day, uh, another producer of mine. Uh, he was my DJ, too, you know what I'm saying, dude named Moon. I met him, like, in 10th grade in high school, and, you know, that's when we, we came a little bit more full circle because we started creating our own music and have and really kind of uh, meshing uh, ideas together and coming up with our own sound, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to just rapping off instrumentals from other niggas and shit, you know what I'm saying, and uh, so it started... Giving, uh, giving us a little bit more confidence in what we really could do with it and I think that's when we really, really, really got serious about it and it's been on ever since then. Even when I was in college, man, a lot of dudes didn't really know I was that into it. You know, you know, a lot of times you meet a nigga and be like, yeah, I rap, but, you know, they don't really be serious, you know what I'm saying? But I, I actually had, like, we had, like, mixtapes and shit we was doing and filling them at school and, you know what I'm saying, and actually writing songs. I used to come back from practice and go to my room and, you know, niggas be out trying to kick it with bras and shit. I may hit a little blunt or something and go back to the room and I be writing in my room all night, you know what I'm saying, trying to come up with songs even when I'm away at school. So, it all, it, the, the music bug did me at a young age and I guess I just kept messing with it. And the more, I, the better I got at it, and I guess the more serious I got with it. So, that's how, that's how I've been. Yeah, so, I want, so, I want you to talk about, you know, your style and what makes you unique from everybody, all these, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of people out here trying to do this, man, so what separates you from everybody else? Yeah, uh, actually, I got something I call Chevy and Cadillac slash Chevy music, and what I mean by that is something that's really good for the cars, man, something to bump in, uh, something that you can bump to, um, you know, uh, but... Like I say, with the background that I have with music, I, uh, it's it's not typical rap or typical hip hop. It's a lot of hip hop with it, but it's, it's fused with 
with a lot of soul music with like live guitars, uh, horns here, there, you know what I'm saying? And, and I got a band that I'm trying to get together now so I can, you know, when I start getting on the road and not just on the road, I, I want to actually record an album with a live band, but it may be like on my second, my second album. I got something I'm putting together called the Lack Album, uh, you know, like Jay-Z, the Black Album, I got something called the Lack Album. It's going to be a lot of soulful sounds, like banner, like maybe a D'Angelo album with rhymes on it, you know what I'm saying? But also, uh, you know, Andre 3000, uh, Devin the Dude, you know what I'm saying? I mean, those are a lot of, you know, like two of my favorite dudes uh, when it comes to hip-hop, but uh, I'm kind of similar to them. Even without trying to be similar to them, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they influence me and I listen to them a lot, but just like I say with my background, I, I don't just rap, I, I, you know, I harmonize here or there and have like, you know, melodic hooks or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And just, just try to fuse the soul music and um, and hip-hop together, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's grown, like a grown sound of, of rap, it ain't just, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm rapping with a big-ass chain on, holding my, holding my nuts, so, uh, you know, it's a little bit different, man, you know. Alright, so, right now I got that, I got that Buddy, the Buddy EP, so what track you want me to go off on, um, play it right now to, you know, showcase your style? Uh, let me see. It's, it's a little bit different on there because I'm, I'm using a little bit less live instrumentation on there, but it's a few songs on there. Um, let me see what's on there. Um, In Them Goods is a good example, but that's, uh, let me see. Well, I call it In Them Goods is last night. I think it's listed as last night on there because uh, the radio guys was giving us a little flack about the name of the song. Uh, Last Night uh, is a good cut. Perked Out, Surfed Out. Um, it's, it's, it's a pretty good cut on that thing. All right, so yeah, we about to go into it right now then. We about to go into the uh, Last Night right now. Be right back. Okay, okay.
She like the way I grind, like the way I shine. Stand up in it like it's mine. After that, smoke it pine. House to do something in the wind. They all go tell their friend. From DC back to Philly, can't forget Shannon and Gwen. Sipping here, coming nine. Swingers out, tipping crawl. Ain't fucked up by these boys. Look at that nigga, nigga, so deep. I want you to talk about some of your uh, hobbies and interests outside of music. Um, man, like I say, man, I, I, I draw like standing all day, every day, man. Um, I got like a, I'm doing some pieces actually, cause a homeboy of mine, um, named June, he uh he does something with uh a few artists and we we make hip hop with it and it's called beat. Beats, arts, and lyrics. And it's like a art exhibit, yeah. but it's it's uh it's kind of like a mixer. You know what I'm saying? To the point where like you know, it ain't just you know like little art. It's art. It's like an art exhibit with um with a live band playing. You know, and it's sponsored by um Jack Daniels. So you know what I'm saying? Folks get out. You know they they come in. They give out tickets or whatever. You know, free liquor all night. You know what I'm saying? Just it's like a mixer. And an art and uh, an art exhibit mixed together, but then it also got live band going up with it. You know what I'm saying? So he got that going on. It's been going on for like two years now, and I've been putting together some pieces, like I say, with my art. 
because I'm going to get in it this fall. And, like, he tours around with all the black colleges all down south and on the east coast, too, you know what I'm saying? And maybe hit, like, about 15 to 20 cities with it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it does really well, man. So, I mean, I've really been on my heart shit, you know what I'm saying, especially since I was... Uh, since I talked to him uh, about like a month and a half ago about um, getting into it, you know what I'm saying? Because then I'm just going to be all the way around with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to perform the same night, and I got some pieces of my art, like about five to seven pieces, you know, posted up in one section, you know what I'm saying? So I'm really just going to go in there and promote the shit out of myself, baby. Yeah, that's tight. Or everything I do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just me in a nutshell, man. I, I, I draw. I'm, I'm down there like a homebody, man. I don't be doing a lot of clubbing. I do, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I go out and hang and maybe some sports bars up or something, holler at a couple of chicks or something. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a homebody, man. I, I just try to stay working, man. And you know what I'm saying? Me and my guys, we get together. We powwow and, and, and mesh ideas together, man, and just try to try to make it greater later, man. Everything from art to music and you know, and shit, just trying to stay in shape, stay in the best shape I can be. Because like I said, I'm still an athlete at heart, and I always work out. And shit. So that'd be, that'd be me at the end of the day, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to know how long you say you, you've you been making, you said, like, making music so far, like, far as, like, on professional level. And what do you consider professional music? Uh, professionally, I guess I've been getting down since like around 2002, 2003, like around the time when I was still in college, when I got hurt. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying, like I said, I was down in Jackson, so through a couple of mutual friends with some dudes that I was getting down with, it's a dude named Tom, my homeboy Tom, he started something off, uh, he and a couple of partners of mine started something called Hourglass Records, and they didn't have no artists. And my homeboy that, I, that was on the track team with me, he was like, yo, I know a dude he jamming out the frame, but you know what I'm saying, you know, he in need of an outlet to just get it done, you know what I'm saying, and that's how we came together, and it didn't happen, but we made a lot of good music, and I brought my I brought my group from Memphis uh, down, you know what I'm saying, I had a group called Doberman, you know what I'm saying, Doberman Gang, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm still with them, we still record, but, uh, you know, the album never saw light of day, just because, you know how it goes, sometimes... You know, too many, too many cooks in one kitchen kind of uh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I, it, it didn't really come out as well as everybody would have um, predicted. Now it was, it was, a, it was some great sessions. A lot of great music was made, but um, you know, the the, uh, the project never came out. But the thing is, you know, it's some it come out of everything because one of the guys that was uh, like uh, involved in Hourglass Records, um, he was an alpha, right? And um, uh, his front brother was a guy named Kamikaze, and he, you know, he was. Uh, that's when David Banner was in the group Crooked Letters. You know, he and Kamikaze was in the same group, so that's how I met Banner. And then, you know, me and him hit it off. I got on a couple of cuts with them, like when I was still with my group Doberman, and you know, he and um, like maybe like a year or two later, Banner and um, Kamikaze split. You know what I'm saying? And he pulled me to the side, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So we hit it off so good, like, with our chemistry on um, recording and stuff. Uh, he was like, you know, what you think about, you know, uh, trying to get with me? And I got something, I'm starting out, something called Big Face Records, you know what I'm saying? Big Face Entertainment. And, you know, he pulled me to the side. And, you know, 
I was, I was with it, you know what I'm saying? Just as long as it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a straight up dude, man. Just, you know, so, like I say, I went off the vibe we was getting, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of when it kicked off professionally, I guess. Cause then, like, about a year later, he got his deal. And then, you know, we, we on the road, tour buses and doing shows and shit and big-ass clubs. And then, you know, like the Chicken and Beer Tour and the, the, the Big Commercial Tour with G-Unit, big-ass stadiums and shit. So, you know, I guess that's when it kind of kicked in, went from um, some independent, and uh, then it just jumped from that to, you know, uh, get a lot of nationwide exposure and TV here and there, and, you know what I'm saying? And, and although this was actually my first, project of Marcus putting out. I mean, you know, a lot of guys knew me from other cuts uh, that I did with DB. I've been on all the DB albums. I, uh, you know, I did songs with, uh, you know, Tip, uh, Tip on them, uh, Jazz and Save, Pretty Pink. Um, I was on Bone Crusher's album. Uh, you know, I did some stuff like the Peeler uh, from Memphis. Mm-hmm. It, you know, just, you know, I've just been kind of, you know, Rubbing, rubbing elbows with a lot of dudes and just getting it in, man, however I can, man. So, you know, I guess it kicked in on the professional tip around like 2003, man, you know what I'm saying? I would say, I would say, like, really, man, like, you, you out, like, would you say, do, do you feel that you slept on? Because to me, that's what I feel. I feel like a lot of people sleeping on you because, like you said, you, you brushing elbows with, you know, the top people in the game. So it's like, same time, like, why, why you think, you know, why you not out there like that? I think. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, uh, I really don't say too much about it because I guess I ain't the only one being slept on, you know what I'm saying, because it's a couple of cats out east, and, you know, I'm from East Memphis, man, and it's a lot of, it's a couple of cats out east that I think they really slept on, too, and they dope to me. Dude named uh, Don Tripp uh, from out here, He, you know, his name started to spread a little bit, but I've been hearing these niggas, you know what I'm saying, because I've been knowing them for for a while, you know what I'm saying, my homeboy Sweat the Track, I've been 03, my homeboy Carmike, and all these dudes pretty much are from a couple of blocks away from where I grew up, you know what I'm saying, if not on the same street, hmm. you know what I'm saying, uh, I mean, and, 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 and like I say, Don Tripp, he, uh, he started to build up a lot more buzz, but I mean, shit, n- niggas around this way been hearing about him since, like, as long as we, you know, like I say, we've been getting down period, so, you know, I guess, I guess, I guess everybody kind of go through that, though. And then music is so political, you know what I'm saying? You down there, if you ain't fucking with the white machine, you might get slept on a little bit here or there. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I just keep trying to put the best foot forward, man, and do the best business and networking that we can. And it'll happen. But in a sense, yeah, I guess you could say uh, been slept on a little bit. But I just keep making good music, man, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not really the only one getting slept on out here, man, so... You know how I go, man. Yeah, I said we was talking about this a little bit earlier. I wanted you to talk about your opinion of the game right now, like the state of the game. What's your uh, two cents on that? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I love hip-hop, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just music as a whole. But a lot of the shit, it seemed like I call it popcorn music, man. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas got like a format in a sense. Uh. They may not admit to it, you know, the guys in the industry may not admit to it, but it's, you know, in a sense, it's kind of like an unspoken format of making music nowadays. It ain't just with hip-hop, it's R&B too, you know what I'm saying? The niggas, if they ain't rapping or singing about in the club, throwing money or popping bottles, or they rapping or singing about 
had a sex with a chick, which ain't nothing wrong with either one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just be different. Those really the yeah, those really the only uh, you know two subject matters you gonna hear from niggas nowadays, and I think it's kind of killing music in a sense because you know, like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Niggas will rap about anything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's, that's what I was saying too. I, I, I was thinking about that. Cause I'll be, you know, I listen to a lot of music, and I was thinking like, man, it's just like people scared to be original. Like everybody wanted, like they'll just. But they're so scared, man. You know, so scared to be themselves. I mean, if you ain't going in the club popping, because what I out of the night, you know, going in there with a stack, uh, five thousand dollars ready to throw it just in the wind. Ain't nothing wrong with that if you if that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause I said like it was a young. Like, it was a young cat that talked to me yesterday. My dude, uh, dude named K.O. from Jackson. Uh, young dude. My homeboy, though. We jamming, too. We on lookout for him. But like I was saying, um, he was hollering me yesterday because he picked my brain a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm older. And, uh, you know, he, he uh, you know, he's really just not getting his feet wet in a lot of shit. So, I holler at him a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? I holler at little brother a lot of times. He was down there like, I don't be knowing what the, you know, because he got a lot to say and he dope. But he kind of be caught up in what should he do as opposed to just doing what he feel. And I was yeah. just like, man, you know, ain't nothing wrong with rapping about the club and rapping about chicks here or there. But just, just do just do it how you do it. If yeah. that's how you're going to do it. Don't, do you. don't listen to Waka Flocka and listen yeah. to an hour or two hours of work for shit on the radio and then do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't going to come out right. I don't give a fuck how, how good you can rap. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to come out right if you emulating another nigga sound. And that's how... A lot of shit on the radio be, you know what I'm saying? You turn it on and then <laughs> listen to it like an hour, hour and a half, like I said, and you done down there heard everything that they gonna play, even if you ain't heard the song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause I be hearing a lot of people. Like, it don't really change. Yeah, cause I hear, you know, it was like, it seemed like, uh, you know, a lot of people trying to rap like uh, Rick Ross now. I've been hearing a lot of songs, people rapping like how he rap. Or like Drake, you know, and that shit get. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like let these niggas do them. That's what, um. that's what makes the, the game good. And that's what, like back in the day, man. You know Everybody what I'm saying? You had so. niggas like Ice Cube and you know what I'm saying NWA, but you also had Public Enemy. You had, you had Big Daddy Kane, yeah. Abyss Market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had skinny boys and fat boys rapping about being fat and want something to eat and shit. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, this shit varies though. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody. It takes a lot of little somethings to make a big something. You uh, know what I'm saying? But if everybody's trying to crowd out one room, it's going to be a lot of vacancies in, in, in music. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what it is. And it's not, like I say, it ain't just rap. Now, everybody want to be a dope boy. Everybody want to be a gangster. Everybody want to be a baller. And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, but I guess, but trying to make it not cool if that ain't really you. You know what I'm saying? If that's you, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? But if that ain't. I don't think it's my job to call niggas out because, you know, hell, I ain't grew up with none of these niggas and I don't know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, it's, it's just a, you know, a lot of times niggas, uh, then, then like, come, coming up around these young dudes, and you see them and, you know, niggas, I know artists that be on, they, they don't, they, man, they be on BET all day, every day, MTV2 all day, every day. They, they TV don't come off this shit because they, they soaking it up. And, you know, over, it's some things overexposure too. You know what I'm saying? And niggas, niggas hear so much shit and see it so many times, and they think that's the format. Yeah. How you put it. But you know, just come from your heart, man. And just like music back in the day, Marvin Gaye and Mayfield, they used to sing about love with "Let's Get It On" and 
showing love and all that stuff, but they also sang about the war, you know what I'm saying, and poverty and and, 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 and the hood and in a different way of how, like, drugs got niggas all strung out and shit and shit fucked up, you know what I'm saying? They sang about a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And Isley Brothers, they, you know, they tackled a lot of uh, different subject matters and, you know what I'm saying, different aspects of what life is, you know what I'm saying? I think the whole aspect of what life is in music is, is kind of faltering just because niggas, everybody want to ball and go to the club, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's cool. But if you make 10 songs about going to the club or fucking with bitches, your, your CD ain't going to be that jam, you know what I'm saying? Because niggas going to get tired of hearing you talk about the same shit, you know what I'm saying? So you got to halfway get niggas a little bit more than the the, the, the monotonous shit that they've been flooding niggas' eardrums with. So, you know, like I said, I love music, but I be listening to a lot of older niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm still on my outcast and UGK and A-Ball MJG and... You know, I think part of the newest niggas that I be listening to faithfully is probably uh, Kanye West, uh, Drake, Drake, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I like I like, I like some of the some of the newer cats coming up. Uh, I think uh, uh, Cool Kids jamming, uh, Lupe, he real jamming. But that's what I'm talking about, though. You know what I'm saying? Like the bullshit I heard. Nigga was talking about dropping Luke, Lupe off his damn label. How the fuck are you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Him and this dude is. That shit crazy. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, because he ain't popping bottles and getting niggas, you know what I'm saying, the average microwave song. That, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what I mean by that is, you know, niggas be wanting these quick fixes on songs and these little quick-ass hits and shit, which would be cool. But I don't think that gives you longevity, though. You, you ain't gonna get no longevity. I ain't gonna start naming rappers, but a lot of shit that's out, niggas ain't gonna really be around like that. I guess maybe five, six, seven years down the line. And if they don't give a damn about it, okay, that's cool. You know, let niggas do them. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you can go and make your money. I ain't hating it because it's still a job and it is too. So I guess if you can walk that fine line and still give a niggas quality music, they can grow, they can grow with and, and, and cherish and, and shit like that. And then also go to the bank and, you know, keep your bank account cool. I guess, you know, that's a win-win on both ends. But um, like I said, I mean, it's a lot of dudes I listen to, but more, the more so, uh, the more the niggas I be listening to be, you know, like Outkast, UGK, Ball, JG, Snoop, uh, Devin the Dude, um, you know, Scarface, Fox, you know what I'm saying? A lot of shit that we grew up on, like, you know, like the good music, man, you know what I'm saying? And good in my hobby, shit that hit you here or there, you know what I'm saying? And that you can grow with, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I want to do dudes when they, when they listen to my, my shit. I want to, like, if I got a bad day or something, I, I want niggas to be able to throw my song on and throw my CD on and feel better, at least for that. How or so, however long the CD is, and you know what I'm saying, just listen to my shit and, and be alright at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? And some shit that'll make you feel good and just feel good music, man. I guess that's why I call it Cadillac Chevy music, man. It's some shit you, it's definitely rideable. Um, since you can you just throw in and just, you know, just, just kind of let your head back, man, and you let the shit go. I mean, okay, the, the problem probably still be there at the end of the CD, but. And for that time, you know what I'm saying, just hopefully you can just kind of let your mind wander a little bit, man, and just listen to some good music and feel good, you know what I'm saying, like how niggas kind of did me when I was going through my thing growing up, you know what I'm saying, listening to Scarface here or there, and listening to Tupac and Goody Mob, 
dead niggas, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, regardless of where we from, we all kind of sit under the same big-ass umbrella because we go through the same shit in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, music is music kind of like soul, man. It, soul food, it, it, it helps you, man, you know what I'm saying? In more ways than just, you know, getting you something to dance to, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So that's how I approach music, man, and, that, and that's, how, that's how I view See what's going on, I guess, with music nowadays, man. I love it, but, you know, just niggas kind of fucking it up on the thing. But uh, I think some of the pure music, you really can't mess it up as a whole. It's just that the, the rate is going now. I think a lot of older cats and a lot of old heads and folks that, like, my ain't seen them age and shit, they don't really respect it as much as it probably was. Respected in the in the back, like uh maybe like in the like back in the day though, you know what I'm saying? Niggas be around here, you know, mm-hmm. they don't respect it no more like they used to, just cause they be on the guru shit. Popolitikin.com. Man, what it is, Marcus with the period sideways up in this joint, man. Popolitikin with Poe, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just want to give these folks a heads up, man. Look out for that Lack album, man. A lot of good shit, man, on Pro Politics, and, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be linking up and keeping it going the good music way, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all stay up. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Right here, them things up, it must be the meal. Check that mix off in the car. 
don't think I'm no more good. I'm bumping maybe. Friends say what they wanna say. You know, I don't need her. Just swinging in my caddy, yeah. Call her Christina on a nine millimeter. Can't be bored, hit it wrong. Stay focused by my hustle, man. Bet I get on, I ain't gonna worry about it, John. Man, I'm staying sucker free. Won't see me picking in no buzzers. Don't you lay fuck with me. It's Santa on your chest. Move the ground. Come around, it's love showing high, but all they do is harass me. That shit ain't what I'm about. See, I be coming down slow. I make it look easy, and though they want it, it's already down. They wanna be me, but first they gotta see me. Blind like rain, but still can smell Josephine. Hang my windows down, halfway, way,